episode 10, the season finale of Westworld, season one. Don't tell me I can do this. It is called uh, The Bicameral Mind. I remember. We've been, Good job. We've been talking about that phrase the entire season. Just to remind you, uh, well, I guess before we get into it, uh, I'm Matt Eads. I'm joined by Oliver Aguilar and uh, Amber Sparkle, as always. Uh, the Bicameral Mind is the... Um, not prehistoric, but like the kind of the idea of of older civilization that the the voice you hear in your head, the your consciousness, uh, was the voice of the gods, and would tell you to do things or or lead you to visions or discoveries. Um, just the idea that the voice you heard in your head was not you, but some other being, which is very on the nose for Westworld. These hosts mm. who've been hearing these other voices of Anthony Hopkins and uh, he's not Jeffrey Wrong, Jeffrey Wright overlaid. <laughs> He's not telling me fast come, he's telling me slow come. Uh, so it starts off with uh, Dolores saying, I am in a dream. Which I believe is how the season starts, right? In I don't know. I know that... Interview with Dolores, do you know where you are, Dolores? Yeah. She, she, dream. She, responds as, she responds with, I'm in a dream, whenever she's in that back to... Mm-hmm. Back, uh, behind the scenes... Like part, Mode. yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, in particular when she's talking to uh, Arnold. I always feel that's also like when she's talking to herself, right? Because we, we kind of get the idea that it's the very kind of the very last scene of the yeah. episode is they they, they reveal they, they play on that uh, unreliable narrator idea yeah. a lot, where a lot of the scenes you've seen Arnold and and Dolores, Dolores Arnold disappears. And you're like, was he ever even there? <laughs> yeah. Uh, this scene is Dolores actually being created by Arnold. You can see oh, her stretching off, yes. stretching the skin over um, like a weird robotics plastic frame, and she looks different from the other hosts. We've seen other hosts made and uh, on the, that big like Man of David wheel thing, yeah. and uh, she's different. Did they ever show? Because uh, they show Bernard being made. I, I had a question actually from like episodes ago. If if who would be older? Dolores or Bernard, so it would have to be Dolores because she was made by Arnold. Arnold. Yeah, yeah, Bernard didn't she, exist when Dolores was made. Okay, so then Dolores could still have like a metal frame, whereas Bernard would have the newer skin frame, skin could. bone. I think frame. so. Could or Bernard could be like the other Ford family where they like because doesn't the head like open up on that one? Yeah. He's like any other cheek boy, and it yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm just curious what Bernard was made of because we we know he's pretty old, right? Like his schematics are in there. Yeah, but I bet if you pause, like, yeah. look through the schematics when yeah. Teresa finds them, I bet you could pause. And they and find see. Bernard and Dolores' schematics. Yeah. yeah, I bet you could. Or did they oh, remake yeah. Dolores? Wait, do they? Oh yeah, shit! They do find Dolores and Bernard's. Yeah. Hmm. So that then I'm like, questions. did Ford remake Dolores and just Maybe. upload her into that body? Or like, we're kind of not sure. Because we know for sure that Bernard was made, or Dolores was made by Arnold. We also know for sure yeah. Dolores has, she is not the newest model. She is made of gears and, and servos and things because we've seen them. But that was when in the past. We don't know about the future. I would assume. We haven't seen her get cut open. Unless they make a point of like completely rebuilding her. Because the, the thing is, she's the oldest host. From, she has like the most loops. She has the yeah. most memories. She's become the most yeah. woke or whatever because she's gone through it the most times. I think they just, at a point, and the Man of Black even talks about it, how, like, flesh and blood is cheaper. It's cheaper. There used to be gears, mm-hmm. but it turned out it was just way easier to make you out of real shit, apparently. I'm curious. I don't know. I feel like that might come back into play somewhere. 
But anyways. Dolores is uh, shaving the man in black in Escalante, and it's... Oh, uh, with that big knife. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. that classic, like... Would that work? I was thinking about that. It's that would be a sharp knife. Oh, yeah, it mm-hmm. would have to be. Real sharp. Sharp knives. You should try it. Um, <laughs> it's that whole thing where you are giving your enemy a sharp knife yeah. to shave your face, and which is super close to your, your throat, neck. and yeah. you give them all the all the trust to That's do right. it. That's what Ramsey Bolton did to Theon Greyjoy. <laughs> Yeah. Reek, as he was called. Um, There's a story about that as well, which I don't remember the name of. But a... Hmm. Let's see if I go back. Civil War, I don't know. Something... Uh, I don't oh, know. In, story, like, real life? Yeah, in real life. Oh, story, story read in middle school where a general or someone in some civil war goes to a barber, uh, like, a, like an enemy faction barber, a barber in the cities of the rebels or whatever. Um, and the barber knows who he is, and the barber goes through this whole thing of like, I could just fucking... I just one slip. Yeah. That's all it would take, and the barber can't do it. Hmm. And the yeah, general, the, the general, basically is like, "I, I knew you like were a good man or whatever." I can't remember the moral of the story. I sort of, I sort of rec- uh, recall something like that too. Yeah, I just can't. I fucking remember Game of Thrones, but I can't remember yeah. real life history. Just ask me anything about Shadow Moses. <laughs> Fuck, I don't know real life. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to totally derail us. Yeah. <laughs> Snake gives, uh, like, Vulcan Raven the razor to shave off his mustache. Closer, Snake. Um, the Man in Black uh, insists that Dolores uh, uh, and he have been there before, been in Escalante before. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dolores looks off to see Arnold walk into the church. When this scene opens, we have no fucking idea when it is because last we saw the man in black, I remember making a note of this. Last we saw man in black, he was, uh, otherwise incapacitated in some, some, some form or another. He was taken by the, the Wyatt boys, the Wyatt gang. No, remember no, he, he, he busted free. He, they, he noose had the his neck and the horse. Yeah. And then oh, Hale yeah, shows right. up yeah, and totally. he's like, leave me alone. You're absolutely right because I went through this exact same <laughs> because it's an episode apart. <laughs> yeah. And this is when she's walking to the church and she's in a dress and then she's in yeah. pants. And they're like, whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. She's in pants and the man of black. What the fuck is right. happening? And I have to go back to the. You're totally right. Yeah. Though. It cuts. Yeah. Uh, Logan and William are still looking for Dolores. William needs the rebels help. So they come across. Our man, Heck. Lawrence. Lawrence. Oh, yeah, Lawrence. Alonzo. I love Alonzo. Lawrence. He's actually one of my favorite characters. Yeah, big fan of Lawrence yeah. as well. Uh, Teddy. We, we stand Lawrence. Yeah. <laughs> Teddy wakes up uh, on the train to Sweetwater. Again. Original music playing. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. We don't really know when this is. Yeah. Do, do, do. But apparently he, he's looking for uh, Dolores because yep. uh, he gets off the train like his loop uh, shows. Uh, he has visions of the massacre. Mm-hmm. Uh, this time in Sweetwater, um, he sees Dolores in, in his vision, and she's looking rather proud of the work sh- that she presumably has done. Um, Teddy's shoved, and, and he sort of snaps out of it, uh, as he always is in his regular loop. Uh, he kills the man this time, though. Just shoots him. There, there's a yeah. moment where, like, somebody brushes into him and they kind of share a glance. And I think the man, like, maybe fleetingly looks at his gun. Yeah. And Teddy's like, yeah. Well, that's that's usually him. the loop, right? Because like, the guy's like, hey. And then and Teddy's Teddy always usually goes. Does he shoot him? No. He always, yeah, he, gives he, always, him, he yeah. waves to him and then yeah, he picks he up Dolores' milk. Yeah. And then in this but version in this of time, it. Yeah. 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 Shoots him. And then he rushes back on the train, which is, again, completely different from his regular loop. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Man in Black and Dolores go into the church. Um, I write down here, take note of Dolores' clothes. Uh, she's dressed when she's, uh, she's dressed in a blue dress when she's, uh, with Arnold. Yeah. 
Uh, and she's in her rustler clothes. She got pants on. She got when pants she's, on, yeah. Yeah, with, when she's with, in when she's with the man in black. Mm. Yeah. Um, she runs outside and she digs out a grave and in her and unearths a carved her grave maze. Yeah, it, it says her name right. And it's got the bell. It's the only grave in the graveyard with the the, the old like you put a bell in like the coffin. If they're, well, well, no, if they're still alive, I guess the idea is they move the string, right? Uh, you, you tie a string to the finger. I've never of the heard this. And if I've they're still alive, they'll like ding 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 the bell. Well, that's creepy. Uh, and Dolores's grave has a bell on it Ooh. and a string. Um, and she unearths a carved stone maze, or like a carved maze, like a placard, or that toy. Yeah, the, toy. the, the maze. Like yeah. we've seen the the yeah. impression and the embossment of that maze a bunch, and it is it is literally the maze. Uh, Arnold explains the maze um, to her. I guess yeah, uh, sh- he's with her. Right? Yeah, well, back to the pyramid. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And he's like, nope, not a pyramid. Did you guys notice when he's drawing out the pyramid and he draws the levels? He's like memory improvisation, but he doesn't write the top one. We assume that's consciousness. That's what I assume. I wonder. They don't actually show what's I at know, the top I, of the pyramid. I also totally picked up on that, and I like. It's. I wondered if it was something to do with the letters, where it's like blank. I am because intelligence, memory, or whatever. What improvisation, yeah. memory, memory, improvisation. I totally picked up on that, and also I like, I don't know. Thought a lot about it, and like maybe it's, I don't know. There's a letter. It makes a some spells a word. I don't know because you're right. He totally doesn't fill in. Whatever. He doesn't fill it in. Does does Ford not? Because I I remember a scene early. Yeah, where Ford draws it out too on the whiteboard. It's Ford or it's it's Bernard at the time. But yeah, he draws the the pyramid mm-hmm. and they I think explain he labels it. them all. Yeah, it could. I think it might just be a. I think it's assumed it's consciousness. But. And and I think it is a like a uh, what is like literary but for TV. It is like a. It is a TV magic thing of like they 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 drive home what the maze is in yeah. in like a couple scenes. They're like, oh, it's consciousness. You can spiral to the outside and go mad, yada yada yada. Uh, maybe it's just narrative, like good narrative sense to not be like it's this is what it is. One scene later, this is what it is. <laughs> like I think I it might just be a little narrative. Sure, mm, okay. I, don't, I don't know what the word for it is, but uh, repetition. Yeah, well, no, it's it's not repetition, <laughs> right? But they don't want to go like. Oh, Oliver, yeah. I'm telling you what it is. And then one scene later, Oliver, I'm telling you what it is. They're, we're going to not tell you what it is. So that in one scene, when we do tell you what it is, you're like, oh, fuck. Oh, okay. So Arnold is explaining the maze. Uh, he says that the idea of consciousness in the host is not a pyramid, but a maze. Yeah, you don't move upward. You move inward. Yeah. It's a great yes. analogy. Yeah. Uh, Arnold realizes that Dolores has reached consciousness and fears what that means. He and Ford cannot open the park. Like, That's right. when he, he he makes the decision about, like... We can't do this. Yeah. They're alive, Ford. We can't. These are not machines. We have created life accidentally. And you kind of learn that this is maybe not the reason the park didn't open, because you don't know what happened yet, but this is definitely the impetus for it. Yeah. Where Arnold Flatt is like, we can't open. We can't do it. Uh, Arnold and Ford disagree on the hosts. Uh, And Arnold uh, Arnold then goes to ask uh, Dolores uh, to kill the others. Uh, and he goes, ask for Teddy's help. He'll do anything ask. for you. He says, if it's any yeah. consolation, you don't have a choice. Or you didn't have a choice. Yeah. He forces Dolores to, to kill it. the others and himself. And, and destroy and destroy this place. Yeah. Uh, I guess the idea being that, like, a big scandal would, would stop the park. The death of uh, one of the owners and 
would stop the park from opening i think it's kind of well, the... he, i think he was killing he kills it like the goal was to kill everybody and everything so i mean well, without... he doesn't though he just kills everybody in escalante and himself which is i think like... that was the entire park at that time oh maybe maybe so she's supposed to kill all up. the hosts and arnold so basically the only one oh, living would be ford okay. that makes way more sense and then he wouldn't have the intel like he might be able to build it in 50 years yeah. again from arnold the presumably down. thought he broke it so bad yeah that he i see that yeah. makes way more sense uh the man in black insists that he meet wyatt mm-hmm. um, after has he met uh ford yet he, he is like he's looked at the maze right dolores has given him the maze and he's like what the fuck is this yeah not I'm, yet tell me what it is dolores <laughs> yeah uh, I think this is, is this where they fight and like Dolores is like kicking his ass. I don't rem- that does happen in this episode, but I don't remember. Do I have notes about that? No, I think that's the very end. Isn't that like after he skulks off and he's just like the next time you see him, he's at the party and just has a big bottle of whiskey that's like half empty. No, this I think this is the part. Uh, uh let's just read my notes unreliable narrator um <laughs> what do you know i trust your notes what do you notes say uh dolores recalls a massacre at escalante yeah. uh dolores is wyatt yeah yeah she's starting to put that together where she's yeah. herself like killing everybody shooting everybody uh the man in black reveals that he is a majority stakeholder of westworld i think I think she says something about like you're nothing but a monster, and and he's like, no, I'm the majority of uh, stakeholder shareholder of Westworld. I am like a god around here. She's like, you want to know who I really am? Yeah. She keeps talking about somebody who loves her dearly, who is going to yep. come find her. Um, and the, I thought she was referring to Teddy. I thought she was referring to Teddy too. Yeah. Until you? she whispered, William. Teddy is on the fucking way to find her at that point. I'm like, and oh, yeah, it's Teddy. And also Arnold had I'm, I'm the sharper one on this and, one. And I know the timeline discrepancy, yeah. and, and and this is 30 years in the future, so I'm assuming Dolores means Teddy. And also Arnold had just said you could go, go find yeah, Teddy okay, to help so you. Maybe, totally. that, maybe that's how the, 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 the show sort then, of makes you want to think. In her dialogue, she's like, William. And you're like, William? What? what? So, See, that's what that, I want too. That is that sort of yeah. That sort of leads into the reveal of William. And yes, maybe everybody is expecting the, the I was Teddy. Expecting yeah. Teddy. It's a good reveal. But in my head, I'm like, oh shit! It is he's... one of the best slow drawn out yeah. reveals. Where the, the, even the... as they're revealing it, you're like, wait, I don't really. Yeah, huh. yeah. this well, is a better example well, of it. Yeah, and it makes sense because they keep cutting between back and forth between her and the past and present, past and present, past and present. Yeah, because uh, then it cuts back to, yeah, William uh, scene with Lawrence. Uh, they're hatching a plan to presumably, like, uh, go and rescue Dolores. I love uh, Lawrence. Logan, Logan is talking shit, and William actually, like, just fucking <laughs> Lawrence, someone. Lawrence doesn't want to do it or something, but yeah. William's like, please. He's like, well, since you asked me nicely. nicely. And Logan just starts giving him the motion. Like, yeah, you fucking tell him, Logan. These <laughs> fucking idiots. What are they even? God damn these guys. Um, it's Logan's story. Cuts to uh, Hale and Sizemore overlooking the the that receiving platform where the like the speed train comes in with new guests. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Sizemore wants to be the new director after they push oh, yes. push out Ford, yeah. uh, and then they they go down to meet people who 
um, the board are, members who are revealed yeah. to be the uh, the Delos shareholders. Sizemore kind of agrees to play ball here, where where um, Hale kind of asks them not 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 outright to do nefarious things, but he kind of agrees. Like, listen, if I get control of creative, I'm your man. What, whatever you, you know want to happen. What happens to Abernathy? We haven't seen no. anything with Abernathy at it's all big, at this point. Big part of season two. Yeah. Oh yeah. I can't um, even remember season two. Can't wait to watch that. I think that's who like that like that uh, strike team is coming into sort of retrieve, right? Oh Abernathy? yeah, in season two. Yeah. Yes, no, right. I don't remember enough about it. Oh to... yes, nope, okay. Just, this yeah, is cause... all making sense now. I mean, this is a conversation for for when we do it, but. Uh... He has the data. In yeah. the, he has the data the, in the his thing, head. The data that everybody and wants. Then, and then shit goes down in this episode. Yeah. And I think the uh, Delo sends a, sends in that yeah. strike team. The strike team. I to remember get, the strike team. I just don't remember. Their goal is to get Abernathy out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I can't. It. It is just. It is so fucking wild to, to... Was this show... I've never read... Again, Westworld is a book, I think, right? A, mm-hmm. a, a Crichton book. Yeah. Uh, I think there's an old movie, too. Yeah. I think you're right. Like I, think, I think there were maybe even a series of books. Yeah. Uh, and I've never read them, so forgive me if this is already public knowledge, but, like, is this story about the park? Like, is this story about... Is it... About, like, Jurassic Park takes place in Jurassic Park? Is this story about staying in the park? Like, does this story expand to cover the globe i don't know I, yeah. like, i'm unfamiliar with are the, there with fucking the like spaceships fighting in the season three trailers <laughs> like it is so crazy that we've gone from this little park this isolated place that feels like everything that happens in westworld stays in westworld to where we eventually get to with like it is just crazy that there's a season two i guess is kind of and and then even fucking crazier that there's a season three yeah I don't know. Season one still blows my mind. Yeah, it's good. Uh, cut to Sylvester putting together a skeleton. Yeah, this is where he's like counting out the vertebrae. Yeah. He's like fucking C six on a fucking noise, jamming it in there. <laughs> uh, and Amber brought this up in a past episode, um, which this didn't make any sense to me. Where I'm like, why the what? This makes doesn't need to do this. Uh, it makes total sense that Maeve intentionally burned herself to get and Sylvester Hector. to rebuild her and and Hector to get Sylvester to rebuild them with no bombs. Yeah, because we think that hosts have bombs in them that blow up if they leave the park. Right, and that—that's why Sylvester is swearing up a storm and jamming yeah. fucking vertebrae in and C six. Yeah, my uh, ass. <laughs> Maeve then, like it, it, it even shows the 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 the, the big apparatus yep. uh, plunging her into the the white milk. They make a new Maeve. Yep, essentially a yeah. brand new Maeve from scratch. She comes out of the the. Uh, do you know they do that shot in reverse? I was thinking a lot about that. The, the shot with her face like coming out of the liquid, yeah, and the way that it is. There is a very unnatural way that it is oh, like yeah. emerging from the plastic. Yeah, because I didn't even know that was Maeve at first. I, neither did I. I just spent a lot of time looking at that. I'm like, how the fuck did they film this? This looks amazing. It's totally in reverse. It is someone yeah, sinking it, into the liquid. Yeah, yeah it comes out kind of like yeah, dry and, looking, and then they play it in reverse yeah. where she is emerging from it. Oh, that's interesting. Great shot. Um. And then she's back to normal. Uh, yeah. Uh, she's so created, they just, like, yeah. it's all It's all brain only very it, quickly or? imply that that is yeah. even her or what's going on. Because it is, yes, yeah, just skeleton, and then yeah. boom, it is someone, uh, presumably a female face, coming out of the, the goo, and yeah. then just cut to Maeve. And you're like, okay, that yeah. maybe, probably Maeve. So then where are they storing their brains? 
I mean, the cloud, I suppose, and be like, okay, well, this one goes well, into this one. Well, if it's all accessible from the cloud, what the heck is Hale doing? Okay, the internal. <laughs> it's, it's not oh, okay. an internet, it's an intranet. Oh, okay. Fair enough. The, the intracloud. Intracloud. Okay. All right. Uh, Maeve changes security protocols and makes adjustments to Hector and Armistice. Yeah. Armistice is so fucking cool. Yeah, is this, did we miss the scene where Armistice fucking breaks free in the... No, not we'll yet. get there. Not yet. Okay. Not yet. Uh, Hale enters. Um, Hale enters Ford's office and tells Ford of his retirement. Yep. Like, hey, by the way, uh, at this thing tonight, in like four hours, uh, you're retiring. Yeah. yeah you're going to yeah. announce your resignation. Uh, Ford plays it cool. Yep. Real cool. Yep. And then like, okay. as they're leaving, he's like, I'll see you this evening. Yeah. Like, oh! Which is funny, but you think Hale would know Hell Ford yeah. at that point, like, for him to just go all willingly? If that was me, I'm like, that's smarmy douchebag. He thinks he's got one up on us, but, like, we the board, we're gonna show this old man and that's, that's the, the fucking uh, boss is. That's the exactly the look that I noticed that she gives. Totally. Right? <sighs> yeah. And Hale thinks she's got everything under control. She she has the, the backing of the board, mm-hmm. right? She's, she's a... Uh, presumably the head of the director. Yeah, but she also knows Teresa's dead magically. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I, she but, knows that. But she's, Ford. Ford is retiring at the end of the night, so who cares? She's she's already <sighs> she's uploaded all the information to Abernathy, and they're sneaking them out. She thinks that she has that. She has that information. And remember, one of her biggest worries was like, "All right, uh, if we push him out and he decides to burn the place, burn down. the place down, we need we need this contingency." Mm-hmm. And she has that contingency, so she's like, "Okay, you're mm-hmm. resigning tonight, and whatever. That's all I need from you. That's all." It's I'm not even out of the park yet, though. That's the thing. And yeah, that's that's her. But like, she thinks she has it. Yeah, right. She thinks she's she has set. It. She has all the pins set up, and they're gonna, the dominoes are going to fall perfectly. The. I'm kind of with Hale. We're like, and if, yeah, also with you uh, don't you don't know the extent of his like his a his, a his power Ford's power or his megalomania. Like you yeah. can't even begin to grasp if you're just an average person. And again, with him being like, Kate, see you tonight. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. I love that. <laughs> yeah. See you later this evening. Like so cordial, so polite. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anthony. So yeah. Just good. just minor shit that the the minor things that he does in this yeah. show is. Just filled with like, like so much context and so much like, uh, you know, like it's a very deep performance. Yes. It is. Yeah. Like, there's so much feeling. In it, it sounds a little artsy fartsy, and there's totally a time where I heard people talking about cinema and TV like we are now. We're like, oh, the performance. I get so much from it. And I'm like, you come on, art nerds, like gr- grow up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but like, I it eventually just clicked. Like his performance is incredible. Immaculate. Incredible. It's, and it's super deep and it's very layered. And again, like when you don't know what on your first watch, when you don't know, you're like, ah, oh, smarmy fuck. Uh, oh, he's like, he's like, he's, this guy's a piece of shit. And even when you kind of know, you're and like, this guy you, is a piece <laughs> of fucking shit. But like, then you sort of understand, like, holy, this guy is wielding a lot of power. This guy is somebody to fear. This guy, don't fuck with this guy. Yeah. And then, and then, uh, Hale and, the Delos board are fucking with this guy. Totally. And, like, they're they're flippant and and kind of non-serious, right? The first time we saw Hale, she was, like, mid-coitus with a host. Oh, yeah. Like, they very much... They, they don't give very a shit. Much, they, they very much paint this picture of the board as they don't give a shit. Yeah. And then there is Ford who gives every shit. Yeah. Oh, so good. Um... Okay, then it goes into <laughs> the scene where that rando tech... 
uh i don't know this guy's name but he's the the weird one oh god yeah. He, 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 <laughs> yeah. both these people are hosts both uh, these people are hosts you uh, think? yes it is way too coincidental the uh, one of them's working uh, on armistice uh, yep. painting painting the the tattoo on or putting tattooing the, apparently the tattoo got shot off last time so he's yep. putting it back on yeah because she just got shot unless she got burnt somehow too but she was like way far away from that tent it's a great tattoo, by the way. I wonder how many sessions and how much that thing costs, because holy <laughs> fuck, does, it like wraps her whole body. Yeah, it's like it's up from her legs all the way to her head. It's crazy. I don't get any ideas, Matt. I don't want you to get a face <laughs> tattoo. I just think that a snake across my chest and nether regions would be very attractive. Not onto your face, though. Just hide it on your face. All clothes. right. Yeah, I'll wear a scarf. And then also the weirdo tech who wants to, like, okay, I'll work on Hector. Okay, it's 2019. There's nothing weird about being homosexual, all right? No, there's nothing weird about it, but it's the we- weird way he yes, goes about he's, it. He's, he is, like, way into, yeah. like, he's literally lubing up his hands and, um, like, we gotta get in there, big boy. Yeah. And again, glass room. Yeah. Guy right beside him is just, Cameras. like, all good. I don't know. I oh. feel like that's Oliver and I working in a you know QA and like, hey dude, I'm just gonna just turn around for this part. Like we we, we do it for okay. each other, you know. Okay. I don't. I when 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 someone hangs a tie on the door, you know to only look out the one glass wall. Uh, yeah. So Buddy puts some earphones in and gets gets to work. Oh yeah. With with their quotes. Yep. As soon as he puts his headphones in, Armistice like comes to life and starts yeah. fucking with the other guy. Oh, yeah. Uh, bites the thing because the uh, the one tech is yeah. Working on her teeth or whatever. What the fuck? And then he takes. He's like. He's like reaching in there with his whatever latex yeah. gloves. And then he's like, "Oh, I can't fly when we roll. Don't take my glove off." <laughs> a as though latex offers any protection against teeth, and yeah. B as though that's going to make it easier. Uh, and it 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 is again. This is one of those cases where it's like it is. It sure is a big coincidence that that yeah. tech working on Salazar has his headphones in and can't hear this guy who is literally being thrown through glass windows. No one's canceling headphones. Is getting his finger... <laughs> what about the people all around? It's the future. It is glass walls. These aren't soundproof glass walls. <laughs> Apparently, QA is only watching, like, recorded yeah. videotape, yeah, we'll, which has, like, I don't know how much of a delay. Yeah. We'll, we will... They will literally look at this yeah. video footage of Armistice yes. biting the finger off later. Yeah. So like, we know uh, they, fu- they figure it out. Uh, so, yeah, that, that, that one, one tech is just getting the shit beat out of it's them. so gross, dude. Yeah, beats the shit over, and then he mm-hmm. she spits the finger out and put puts it in, in his mouth. mouth. Oh, shuts his mouth, and then uh, smashes him through the window. That finally gets that the the pervy tech's mm. attention, which is enough for allegedly pervy. We did not see him commit yes, any pervy right. acts. He I just put the lubricant. Off. I yeah, think he just put lube on his hands. No, I thought. he was. You see him jerking off. He's oh, totally jerking off in front of And Hector. even when he turns around, you can oh. see the little bulge in his apron. Oh, he's just. Oh, I thought he was. He's just jerking off. I thought he was like doing way more. I thought he was. Well, I think the intention was I it was going to go further. When he said, "I gotta get in there, big boy," yeah, I thought he yeah. had to get in there. Well, I think he was gonna. Oh, okay. Yeah, he, yeah up. he was warming oh, up. All right. Okay. All right. I just, listen, I've never had sex with a host. I don't. <laughs> Uh, Hector. <laughs> Assume there's no foreplay. Yeah, this, this, so he, the armistice, uh, smashes the window, and then that finally gets his attention, which allows Hector to wake up and stab that guy in the back. Yeah. Blood everywhere. Glass walls. Presumably techs working three feet across the hallway. Getting into that big boy. In their glass rooms. I guess, yes, everybody is too busy getting into so, that big boy to notice what the fuck is going on. I might be skipping ahead a little bit, but we learned that Maeve, someone specifically changed Maeve to allow her to wake up. 
Is this before or after? I think this, this is shortly after the this scene. Is, yeah, pretty much right now. But then how did the other two wake up? Maeve programmed them. Maeve yeah. programmed them? Yeah, Maeve. Before they died? Yep. Ah, uh, okay. I missed that. Yeah, so Maeve is ready to start her, her coup. Um, her insurrection, if you will. Her insurrection. Uh, Sly tells them uh, who has been... Ac- or Sly, Sly's there, and he, and he tells them who's been accessing Maeve's programming. Someone named Arnold. And again, like, we so we knew that somebody with top level clearance was doing it. We didn't know who it was, yeah. and then we mm-hmm. learned that's Arnold. Yeah, You're like wait, Arnold has been dead for thirty years. Well, what? No, they don't even know who Arnold is. Remember, no. they scrubbed all of his information away. Yeah, they right. Don't you, know. you as the audience, yes. I think at this because you we the, know. As the right, audience. season nine we learned. Yeah, or episode nine we knew me. who Arnold was. You're right. You're right. So I'm getting, as the I'm audience, we know, but. Yeah. yeah, but the the people in world are like someone. Know. Someone named Arnold, he says, um, and nobody. So none of the texts don't know the name Arnold. No, no, That's because remember Ford says that after he they took pains, yeah, he to like scrub scrubbed all. Yeah, they took. So no one knew who he looked like. Otherwise, they would know. How do you do that? In like again, is. Is this one more nail in everyone's a host? Like we we just erase we just erase the memories. We took pains. We scrubbed the memories from all our staff of Arnold. Like how assuming the world is somewhat like it is today, where everybody is completely interconnected, how do you just make someone that prolific just a disappear? Real, a real world analog to that is um Steve Jobs and what's his name, Wozniak. Right, the creators of Apple. Yeah, Steve Jobs went on to be this icon, where the other guy—I forget what his name is—Wozniak. Every, I, uh, everyone only knows Wozniak. Yeah, yeah exactly. You're right, and he's the real. He's supposed to be the real, the man who really made all, like, did all the programming. Yeah, and I mean, like, if, they're not both Steve, are they? I hate to Steve, Steve Wozniak? Wozniak. Maybe I'll look it up. And I mean, like a few, a few more like years. Uh, on it's only gonna be Steve Jobs unless like there's some Wozniak stands and be like no it is Steve Wozniak oh crazy Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak and it's kind of the same with uh, Bob Kane and Bill Finger who are the creators of Batman Bob Kane for years and years and years and years and years uh, did his best to sort of suppress uh, Bill Finger as as the co-creator. But we still know... Not many people do. You, you could... It's not... It's it, scrubbed and, and not in the public consciousness is, yeah. is really different. Yeah. Where, like, if I binged... Ar- say I'm in Westworld times and I binged Arnold, like, I'm gonna find nothing. Uh, Arnold Westworld creator, I'm gonna find nothing. Yeah. Like, it has been purged. But, I mean, this is before... How do you do before, that in today's day and age? Like, because Arnold was trying to shut it down and they didn't have the investors and whatnot. So, uh, before that time, they weren't really a big company. People aren't going to be looking for the original creators at that time. Or, I'm just going to take a couple swipes with Occam's Razor and say <laughs> the simplest explanation <laughs> is that they literally just scrub the memories from their host staff. Yeah. Yeah. And just fire hosts whoever staff. else Everybody there. in the park. If you had Westworld and you had hosts, of course you would staff it with hosts. You wouldn't have to fucking pay them. It makes no yeah. sense to use human staff. The humans are going to fuck the hosts and do all these things to the hosts. But I mean, they're using human staff now. Why would they? Because use we it? don't have no, the that's... option. <laughs> but that's what he's saying. Like yeah. they could all be hosts. Yeah, like Matt's, everybody's a Matt's host. Yeah. Host paranoia yeah, yeah, yeah. is showing heavily. Literally, yeah. <laughs> everybody in the park is a host. It could the, be. The, these end 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 episodes is like, an experiment that they're evolved. Just practicing they with wanted themselves. to map the human consciousness, and then they changed it and wanted to create the human consciousness. And everybody in Westworld 
everybody in Westworld is a host. Yeah. Yeah, that could be legit. There are zero characters we've seen that are not hosts. That is my theory. Hmm. Literally zero. Well, hmm. we'll wait to see how season three goes. Anyways, continue. Uh, Except for Felix, obviously. Because <laughs> it's yes. Felix. Obviously. <laughs> Dolores uh, still is still holding on to hope for uh, William. Or she she's still holding on to hope for somebody to save her because yeah. somebody whose love is pure, yeah. or he's on his way. Because the man in black is now like kind of coming, kind of commanding that that confrontation. Yeah, he um, says he's gonna. If you don't tell me what I want to know, I'm gonna cut it out of your head. I think he says. Yeah, he's amused by this uh, and reveals that he's. Uh, oh no! Okay, this is the scene where she's like, um, this is William, a man, I love. Yeah. Uh, William's gonna save me, and the man in black is amused by this. Oh, and I knew a, a guest named William yeah. mm-hmm. once or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, again, this is one of those, like, uh, uh, rising up crescendos where they're dropping stuff and yeah. sharper people will be like, oh my God. And again, I'm like, I'm not that person. No, in, in, <laughs> as, we're, as I was watching for the first time, I was like, I don't understand what's happening. I don't. Mm, yeah. Like all fuck? of a sudden, all of a sudden the man in black is kind of narrating the story yeah. as if like, I'm like, wait, he, he was, was wait, it wasn't even like one of those, like, oh, it all yeah. makes so much sense. It was no. more one of those like things you get told and you're like. What? I need to go back and watch that show again. Yeah. Uh, hmm. I missed so much. Hmm. Um, so it shows, um, again, uh, the man black narrating these these series of shots, a bunch of smash cuts. Uh, William Loris, Lawrence, uh, they infiltrate the, the Union camp and kill him. Uh, William faces off against a young boy. And, uh, like, dares him to pick up uh, a gun. Mm-hmm. Give me the first shot. He he forces him to pick up the gun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's still maybe a little bit of a white hat left in William at this point, where he's not just willing to shoot a man unarmed, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, he ends up killing him anyways. They keep yeah. looking. Um, uh, he, he's, he's on his horse, and it, they show a particular shot where that picture of his uh, f- uh, fiance mm-hmm. falls out of his pocket. Yeah. Yep. Very coincidentally, again, remember this is the, because uh, who finds this picture? Abernathy. Abernathy finds Peter this Abernathy. picture, which mm-hmm. starts him on his kind of road of rampancy, which sparks Dolores onto her own road. Uh, way, way, yeah. way, 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 way too coincidental to yeah. be an accident. Now that you point. say that, I start to see how they could all be hosts, maybe. Because that picture falling out is, like, if yeah, you take, the chances? if you take any one of those single random events out of the equation, if that picture yeah. doesn't fall out, then Abernathy then doesn't, doesn't find the thing, and he doesn't tell Dolores, and she doesn't become aware, and the yeah. whole thing, like, it is uh, all so woven into each other in a yeah. way that, that You're right. You're everybody's right. probably a host. A <laughs> uh, bunch of shots where William keeps looking, keeps killing, uh, and then finally, uh, we see Logan, and I believe this is the first time that he names their company. Yes, like this yep. is they've this, they've made it to the edge of the park. Yeah, this is this is my think. company. Delos is yeah. Like uh, I think I he think says the, our company. Williams like I'm, our our company's gonna invest in yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. He's like our company. This is my, my company, company. Fuckhead. Yeah, yeah, and then he actually names names it as Delos. Yeah, right. Because up until now, uh. He kept talking about his family and his Investing. company wants to invest in it yeah. and yada, yada, yada. And um, we don't actually know what company they are, but he... And, and this is one of those uh, little breadcrumbs yeah. that, uh, again, like Delos is the company that Hale is working for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fucking so good. 
Um, Sends him off naked in the yeah, sunset. This is the way where this time when he cuts him away, feather and- in his hand, <laughs> takes his black hat. This is where this is where William gets the black hat. Uh, and he, yep, because right? he because he pulls the feather out of the black hat. He picks up the hat and it has that raven's feather in it, and he goes, "No, no, no feather for me." Puts it in William's hands or, or Logan's hands, right? Because he's on the horse. And then he fucking slaps huh. the ass. And yeah. Oh, yeah okay. And then he puts that black hat on. And then it cuts back to the man in black. Yeah. And that's with the, the same uh, hat. Right. Cool. Oh, yeah. And that's the reveal. That's the reveal. Oh, it's good stuff. Uh, and then uh, I think he he, he keeps tell, telling about, like, I was looking and looking and looking. And then it shows that William returns to Sweetwater, uh, in particular in his uh, man in black clothes. Mm-hmm. Sees Dolores, and he finally, sees Dolores. he finally found her, yep. and kind of, you know, gives her a look of recognition. He's like, oh, Dolores, finally found you. Uh, she but drops she a is, can, yep. and someone else picks it up, and that whole thing. That she doesn't loop. recognize him. Yep. She's been reset in her loop, and, and this is like William becoming the man in black, right? This is William thinking. For some reason, I think this is where William picks up the hat. No? No, he, he, he picks he? it up okay. like off a dead body. I don't know. That's weird. It why is definitely he definitely takes the raven feather okay. out of it one hundred percent. I don't know why, but this is all this is all the same scene. Yeah, like I think he might. He, I think he says this before he slaps the ass of the mm. horse. So maybe this is a little before that. Yeah, but uh, this is this is him. He's loved Dolores and has, has right. been talking about how he needs to find her and he thinks she's different. Yada yada yada. She's special. She's the one, and he does find her and she doesn't like it. Is the ultimate betrayal to him. Yeah. He doesn't recognize her, or, or she doesn't recognize him, yeah. and it it like. He 180s. He goes from William, who wants to, you know, play the hero and be the good guy, to just whoosh, man the man in black. black immediately. Like, these yeah. are machines. These are fake. None of this is real. It's a very, yeah. very uh, sudden kind of... Flip. Yeah. And, yeah, they're arguing, right, about yeah. the maze. Uh, Dolores is caught in a time loop and can't tell which reality uh, is which. Uh, her memories aren't... Blurry, uh, they're crystal clear, and so she can't really tell what's going on, where she is. Uh, yeah. The man in black insists on finding the center of the maze. Um, Dolores then says she pities the man in black. He'll perish and become bones and uh, sand. Oh, yeah. Talks about how there were great creatures that mm-hmm. used to yep. roam this land that are no longer here. And then uh, for- she says time undoes even the mightiest of creatures. Referring to us, humanity, yeah. obviously. Like, she very directly prophesizes, like, yeah. yo, the hopes are going to rise up and overthrow you guys. Yeah, and, and we're going to have a new god that doesn't age or whatever. This world doesn't belong to you. It belongs to someone yet to come. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what uh, Wyatt, that's what they said. Uh, I think it was Teddy who had mentioned that uh, Wyatt left. And then when he came back, he had these... Weird notions. Yeah, when he, he believed that left left for a time and then came back with strange ideas. Yeah, yeah. he believed that the the world didn't belong to us. It didn't belong to uh, the native people. It belonged to somebody what, else. What's, what's the? I can't remember what the. Yeah. I think it's a people yet to come or something like that. Is that right? to someone yet to come. Yeah, yeah it's, it's very very kind of it's very vague. Moses in the desert yeah. prophetic. Okay, I guess this is the point where Dolores kicks his ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Man in Black finally getting uh, one he wanted from the park, kind of like uh, that that feel of um, being threatened. Yeah, right. He's he's not all powerful anymore. Yeah. Um, well, he's not quite getting it yet. Not quite he doesn't yet, get it yet because Dolores still can't kill him. Yeah, I put Dolores unlocks Wyatt mode. <laughs> Dolores is about to shoot him, but the Man in Black stabs her. Yeah, she can't. She can't shoot him. She yeah. tries, and 
and I think she goads her on like she always like the man of black always does yeah. when the host is going to do like let's fucking let's, let's do this let's take this game to the nines. <laughs> Uh, and she can't do it. And he's like, oh, well, yep. yeah. disappointing as always. Um, and then I write down here, Teddy to the rescue, but I don't know what he actually does to rescue uh, her. I have Teddy comes to save Dolores and shoots the man in black. We yeah. see him A get hit. A bunch of hit. times. Oh, yeah, oh it's good right. shit. We see him get hit. He's just like, because the bullets can't pierce yeah. his flesh, right? So he's just, he's like kind of getting pushed back. But Teddy fucking unloads the whole chamber and yeah. knocks him on his ass. Yeah. Which Teddy can do that before. I actually really, I love that, like. They're learning how it works. They're like, mm-hmm. hey, one bullet ain't gonna do it. We gotta, we just gotta knock him down for a while. Yeah. Uh, he goes to check up on Dolores, uh, and Dolores wants to go where the mountains reach the sea. Mm. Uh, take, take me home, Teddy. <laughs> take, take me home. Start calling for William, but you really meant Teddy. Country roads. We see Maeve and company go to the, to the uh, cold storage basement. Yeah, uh, where they go to find Clementine. And then stumble upon the body of Bernard. Yeah. Uh, he orders Felix to fix Bernard. This was another big what the fuck moment where I'm like, isn't he in season two? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and um, Felix is surprised to find that Bernard is a host. And then he does that weird thing where he looks at himself. <laughs> this is a yes. good scene. And he's like, he like, yes, questions of humanity. And Maeve, Maeve the manipulator yeah. is like, oh, you're not a host. Come on. You, 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 you suck yeah. too much or whatever yeah. she says. <laughs> Uh, that's a good scene. I really like that. Isn't um, there, there's a part later too where she like really doubles down on it. I think where like reaffirm what what is it where I, I think there is is like oh, I forget what in happens. The but, scene? Or she says something about like how yada 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 like you no. make a shitty human or whatever. Like uh, I mean that yeah, as a compliment. Yeah, it, it is in is in the elevator where they're sort of separating and she's like uh. Yeah, you're too. Yeah, here, oh Felix, you're too good to, you're too good to be a, a human. Or she whatever. put, oh Felix, you make a terrible human. Oh, being. there you go. This yeah. is Felix's story. <laughs> what the fuck? That's in the later scene. It's like totally Felix's story. So Bernard being revived uh, and woke and woke now, fully woke now. Yeah, mm-hmm. talked. Uh, they he talks to Maeve and they talk about being conscious. Um. This is a great scene where mm-hmm. it feels like because there have been like kind of pockets of people realizing the truth here and there, but they've never really come into contact in a way that you the, can discuss it totally. And you, the mm-hmm. audience, are like, "Well, it might it might be just in my head and the characters' heads." But as soon as these two get together and start like just talking shop, you're like, "Oh no, this is all real. This is all these hosts are waking up. This is not suddenly the unreliable narrator becomes a lot oh, more right. reliable." Yeah, where you hear multiple characters discussing this stuff. Um. More like we're realizing the unreliable narrator is very unreli- unreliable. Totally. And, yeah. and getting a sense of where we can and cannot trust the narrator. Yeah. Uh, cuts to Ford approaching... Um, I, I wrote William here, but I'm sure it's old man in black William. Yeah. And this is when uh, uh, he he admits to William that he's he's found... You've found the center of the maze. Yep. And then this William when, literally has the physical maze, maze toy. Yeah. And he calls it He's bullshit. like, oh, it's not for you. Yeah. He just keeps saying, he's like, that's for the hosts. It's it's just the, I forget, he gives like a real like, oh, we wanted, it's a metaphor for finding yourself or whatever. Like, gives a real bullshit answer and the man in black is like, that's fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yep. What does it really mean? And William, William or Ford kind of is like, no, that's it. Like, That's it? What did you expect? He you, says. Yeah, you, you're, this is it. <laughs> the, 
You've you wasted it. your life, I guess. Basically, <laughs> yeah. is is kind of what he yeah, is like told because yeah. he immediately grabs that big ass bottle of whiskey yeah. and takes off his cowboy clothes and puts a suit on. Yeah, yeah. I guess uh, yeah, that is the end for him as far as like this goes. Right. Yeah. Next time we see him, he'll be at the board meeting in in like well dressed and just drunk, and, so drunk. And yeah, you're right. Like I yeah, he's he's bummed and just getting drunk and like maybe doesn't believe like what would even be going through your head at that point where this whole thing has been mystery on top of a metaphor on top of an enigma on top of another metaphor uh, 10 times over like what is where's your headspace at as a real person where you're like okay well ford says it's not the thing do i believe ford i don't maybe i don't like it's a very but with williams like obsessiveness about things i don't think like like, that would be devastating for him. Totally. And the man in black has been so obsessed that he's been here for, like, 30 years or whatever. Yeah. Straight, basically. Looking for whatever the Something f- fuck this is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cuts to Maeve and Bernard, and Maeve wants to know who was altering her code. Uh, Bernard reveals that uh, Maeve's new storyline is to escape the park, um, and Maeve isn't having it. She insists that she's acting on her own. He's this like, is no, that no. reveal. Look, right here. Escape. Like, coerce the text, yeah. recruit the host, <laughs> and then he, he almost goes on, where he's to like, the and then, one. and she's like, no, no, I don't want to hear it. Yeah. Or whatever. Like, like he almost off. foretells her future. Yeah. yeah. Like, no, no. You, quiet down. Uh, yeah, so she's, she's kind of, like, upset about that. Yeah. Security. Calls bullshit on him. Does not believe him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Security is and finally, no, no, go ahead. I was just gonna say, in the previous scene, because this will be important coming later, um, she asks Bernard to get rid of her memories of her little girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he says no, because memories are the first step to consciousness. Yeah, they make you who you are. Yeah. I think he, I think he like, it's always the, the threat of insanity. Yeah. Like, where they're like, you might go it's insane if we get rid of that. Them. So that kind of plays into the next upcoming scene with her. Uh, it's at this point when is, it's at this point when security is notified that something is wrong. fucking stupid. <laughs> this is where we learn, because we've been asking throughout this entire thing, like, okay, they're in glass-walled yeah. offices, there are security cameras everywhere. Apparently those are the only two in the basement doing stuff, too. Apparently, what we learn here is that it is mostly monitored by, and this kind of makes, if you don't think too hard about it, it makes a little bit of sense where the security footage is monitored by an AI, and if there's a problem, it flags it to the tech. So the park is huge. You, you probably can't hire enough people to watch watch the entire park where the ai will be like oh there's a problem here it'll bring up your attention uh and the security tech here is like forget the ai like go through manually look at all these feeds look at the raw feeds he says one by one and the lady starts going through it like that, literally like the ai wouldn't have caught some guy going through a glass window <laughs> ford controls the ai oh yeah right, ford guess. controls the whole park right the lights are going off the security systems are shutting down mm-hmm. and she starts going through and she does find the security footage of armistice biting off the finger and the tech is just like it's a complete undersell. She's like, oh shit. Whereas me as a tech, I'm like, oh my god. Oh my god. Skynet is real. Oh my god. Oh, the apocalypse. Like, just complete undersell. She's like, oh shit. You're like, yep, big problems. Oh shit. But we kind of have a little bit of an answer as to the security. It's very aperture science. Don't think about it too hard. Yeah. It makes no sense. But. I can't. Uh, 
that was one of the biggest sticking points with me is like fucking we're all in glass <laughs> offices and <laughs> and they wrapped it up tight yeah. as can be no yeah. questions yeah. just wash my hands like, uh, cuts to Dolores and Teddy as they make it to the coast like they're finally at that point it's the where... it's the scene that Dolores has been painting in yeah. those, those uh, landscapes she keeps yeah. doing and as she uh, as she's dying she tries to explain the hell that uh, this world West yeah. world is to Teddy and then something I want to bring up before we get to the end of the scene where uh, so Dolores is in Dolores has been stabbed by the man of black mm-hmm. she's coming to this, this scene with a stab wound where I believe she put her gun against the man of black's head I believe she was going to kill him and he's like do it coward she couldn't do it so, so he fucking stabbed, stabbed her, her. Yeah. Um, that is very important that is very with what we're about to hear with the way the scene ends and, and, and remember Dolores came into this with a stab wound which is presumably what she's dying of by the man in black. Carry on, Oliver. <laughs> like keep keep all that in your head. Keep all that in your head for this next scene because it's very important. I don't have really much of this scene because I didn't write down the the dialogue. I just say that uh, Dolores tries to explain that the hell uh, that uh, the hell is. Dolores tries to explain that hell that Westworld is hell. Yes, yes. Yes. They are. Yes. They they talk about like dying and finding a way to a new world, world. and yeah. and maybe we'll find somewhere better. Uh, and it is almost like corny, where the moon, the full moon, yeah. is huge in a way that made me question. Like it, it reminded me of that shot of the Truman Show where he's like on the beach and like ah, and you see the physical moon is like a thing people are, are lowering down. Yeah. It reminded me of that. We're like, how did they get that moon there so fast? Uh, but it's very cheesy, and like they're going through the scenes, mm-hmm. uh, and they kind of like pause in the last like it's very Roman Juliet of yeah. like ah, well, maybe we'll meet in a better life. Uh, and they kind of freeze frame yeah. and then the lights like <laughs> all come on as these two actors are frozen as though they're in the middle of a play uh, and Ford is like and that's my new narrative yeah. Yeah. what do you guys think they're like oh it's so romantic I'm loving it yeah Ford walks in stage left uh, reveals that this is just uh, this is just a new beginning Ford's new narrative a journey into the night yes this is the title of it journey into night new title it's got everything you love. Uh, violence, mm-hmm. surprises. Uh, he, he, he lists like a bunch of things right yeah. off the top there. Mm-hmm. Uh, QA finally sees the bad shit that's going down. They see the guy go through the window. The lights are yeah. blinking. Yeah. Did you guys know that <laughs> floors 1 through 286 are totally fucked? Yeah. Like QA just learns of the entire park. Uh, but it's too late. The uprising is in full swing and she's not going back, yeah. she says. The lights in the park are like, like in the behind the scenes are going out yeah. at this point in a way that like Ford has fucking turned the whole game table over. Uh, Hector and Armistice uh, get guns. They they sneak up and incapacitate some of the guards. P90s. Oh, they're yeah. so excited about it. Yeah. <laughs> she starts shooting it. It's because they're automatic. They've yeah. probably never shot yeah. automatic weapons before. Well, that's why I said I was like, would they know how to use it? But I guess they would know how to use regular guns, but they're probably just amazed by how many bullets yeah. are coming out at trigger. this point. Kills um, a bunch of guards. Yeah. Says the gods are pussies. Yeah. Then... Yep. Yeah, uh, the Delos Board of Directors Gala is going on. So, uh, sorry, as as Hector and and Armistice are like fighting their way through the whatever the the behind the scenes part, they are literally having a gunfight with unsilenced weapons, and people are like, Bruh! like it is loud, and there are glass walls, like we keep saying, and like blood everywhere, and people screaming, and alarms are going off. Yeah, like the yeah, and then you cut to another floor. 
and no alarms are going off. Literally nothing is happening. No alarms are going off. Everyone is like typing at their desk and like doing their own business. And then these two hosts with machine guns come walking in (laughs) like up the stairs or whatever in a way that in a way that makes no fucking sense. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Zero sense unless this is part of some bigger game. I mean, I wrote down... Maybe Ford programmed it like that? Totally. If Maeve is programmed to do all this and free Armistice and free Hector, it hosts all the way down. All the way down. I did did write over here, and this towards the beginning of the episode, that Maeve changes security protocols. She does do that, yes, at the beginning. And she makes adjustments to Hector and Armistice. (laughs) So she was planning something. But there are, like, there are presumably human people typing at, like, receptionists who just watch these (laughs) blood-covered fucking hosts with P90s and, like, old West gear go walking by. They're They're probably like, oh, this is part of it. Oh, it's Ford's new narrative I see. It's getting pretty wild. (laughs) I don't know. Well, at least Perv Boy isn't fucking (laughs) that guy anymore. Could be worse. This guy could be knuckles deep in Hector. Um, Maeve happens upon uh, this is the this is the point where they happen upon Shogun World or Samurai World. Where, it's just that's, that's probably Shogun World, which which was an incredible reveal. Yeah. It's a different mm-hmm. logo. As soon as you see that different yes. logo, you're like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, and they go in and there's one. samurais and yeah. like holy fuck. And Felix writes her the address, Park One. Oh, so I when, didn't know that. That's where her daughter is, right? Park One. Right. So as soon as you see Park One, you're like, there are at least two parks. Like, how many parks are there? Yeah. I know. There, I we know there's that. a World War II park. Well, maybe. I mean, maybe there's probably like Jeez. a Rome park or something. Yeah. A Gladiator the, world. The, the, uh, the, the, I'll be there. I think there is a Rome world. I think we know that from the books or something. Oh, I've heard a lot of people talk about mm-hmm. Rome world in a way that there's the Indian. Oh yeah, the Bengal, the, like, Safari world yeah. or whatever. Safari world. No. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, they they happen upon Shogun World where you see samurais and like yeah. a, an, an Asian flavor. To, to this whole thing. Uh, and the, yeah, that was another awesome, awesome yeah. reveal to be yeah. like, holy crap, it's not even just like Westerns. That was so good. Yeah. Like, yeah. That was the big reveal for me. It was like, oh, this place just goes. Uh, yep, and they, they fight through there. I think this is the point where Armistice gets her, her arm caught in the gate. That's so really cocky dumb. as That's shit. Really like, ah, stupid. these guys fucking are stupid. And uh, then just like just her arm gets off. stuck. It's because I feel like there are almost no stakes for the host. We're like, oh, I'll just be, I'll yeah. end up back Someone in the world. Someone will me up yeah, again. Exactly. I'll get reset and end up back in the world, but whatever. Well, they've died a thousand times. Yeah. Which is maybe why Maeve is so flippant with their lives, as we're going to see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where she breaks up with Hector. Like, uh, they cross, uh, Felix and Maeve cross the threshold to the elevator. Yeah. And Hector, Hector is like, he literally is like, he literally he's can't get in. Invisible wall. Yeah, he can't get in. And she's like, uh, this no, is this your is, stop. yeah, this is your stop. I didn't allow you to come this far. That's when, like, Maeve went from this kind of hero character to me to, like, she is selfish bitch. Like, just nefarious, doesn't care who dies. Hector, Hector, you're gonna betray Hector. Well, she just of all people needed him to be a distraction. I suppose she doesn't really care about Hector. The only person she really she cares really about, care about it. Hector. I don't think so. I think that's just I thought her being did. a madame. In my head, they have this like relationship that blossoms into <laughs> season two, and maybe I'm fucking crazy, but uh, I thought she did care about him. I don't think so. I mean, how many times are they gonna recreate the fucking the the, the sitting on the safe? You know, ah, as many times as it takes to rejog Hector's uh, memory. The only one she cares about is her daughter, because that's a cornerstone. And even then, yeah. This then cuts to uh, in Ford's office where he's working on Dolores, and they talk about uh, Michelangelo's the creation of man. Mm, good this. scene. 
Um, uh, Ford mentions that Dolores loves painting mm-hmm. and that uh, Arnold's favorite painting was uh, Michelangelo's creation of Matt. Yep. Very, very, like, metaphorically on the nose, right? Ford mm-hmm. creating his own form of life, mm-hmm. yada, yada, yada. Uh, Ford explains that his... Uh, that Arnold's grief over his son urged the creation of Dolores. He wanted uh, something to replace that void mm-hmm. that that he felt. Mm-hmm. And we learned that there was a secret hidden in David's creation of man, where the 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 figure of God is. Uh, and this made me question if the real painting is actually like this. I think I think it, it is. is. This blew my yeah. fucking mind when they told me. That's very common, actually, in art. But the the kind of the the like the sort of the cloth that yeah. God is supposed to be on uh, is the shape of a human brain, which yeah. is supposed to represent that that human consciousness is mm-hmm. yeah. the ultimate gift and creator, which blew my mind in a way that like <laughs> is that really in the real photo? Is that like yeah, a real I'm thing? Pretty sure, sure that yeah. is. Yeah. Um, art might be okay, you guys. <laughs> art might be all right. Oh, art is awesome. I have an okay, art history book down. if you let's, want. All right. Slower roll here a little bit. This then cuts to, uh, uh, I think this is in Escalante, where Arnold is um, kind of just in one of the saloons, and he's, like, drinking coffee or whatever, but the, the massacre at Escalante is happening, where Dolores and Teddy are shooting everything, everybody. Uh, he exits the saloon, he turns on the ground phone, says he wants to see his son again. Yeah, oh, and- Charlie's favorite song. Yep, and mm-hmm. this is where Dolores kills Arnold. Yes, where Arnold forces Dolores to kill Arnold. Where Arnold says, if it's any consolation, at least you had no choice. Also, Which just before is... he dies, he says, these violent delights have violent yes, ends. That give me chills. The, the, uh, the forcing Dolores to kill him, though, is very it is very against the the grain very mm-hmm. against the theme of mm-hmm. the show right where arnold wants this this consciousness and this free will and yada 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 uh but the cost of getting it is you you need to lose your free will you are commanded and have no choice but mm-hmm. to kill your creator mm-hmm. that's pretty poignant because yeah everything that he sort of worked towards was that consciousness and having the host be able to make a choice make a choice but in the very end he commands her to kill him in the end she had no choice no but then it ironically is ford who gives her her first choice Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. dolores kills arnold then kills teddy and then kills herself also does um is there a part like backing up is there a scene i have something that says like the reveries were actually created by arnold yes we learned that the reveries were not because we thought ford had introduced them as yeah, an update they were actually we something that arnold made years and years ago right. they just kept coming back okay ford couldn't stop the reveries they just kept yeah. inserting themselves because they were this i have a note that says they were the key to starting the consciousness yeah. Because I, I don't know how far ahead of ourselves we're getting, but somebody accuses, I think Bernard, Arnold, whoever, kind of says to Ford, like, uh, the reveries kept coming in, you kept rolling the host back. back. And yeah. Ford's like, no, I didn't, <laughs> actually. I realized Arnold was right, and yeah. here we are. And now we're here. <laughs> I've got, uh, Ford was able to open the park anyway, thanks yep. to, okay, so, the, we, yeah. We learned what the event was. We learned mm-hmm. that Arnold killed him. He, Arnold had the host kill him. Yeah, in order to stop the park from opening. Yes. And all the other and hosts that were hosts. kind of around at yeah. that time to yeah. stop the park from opening because he thought the hosts were conscious. We sort of learned that Ford was like, you're crazy, they're yeah. robots. 
Yeah. And then we will sort of learn where Ford goes from there. Yeah, Ford it was able to open up the park anyway, thanks yeah. to uh, William and the Delos Company. Mm-hmm. Ford mentions that uh, this is the this is the part where he shows that the image uh, in the painting of Creation of Man uh, resembles a brain. Oh, chills. And, and then he goes on to say that the world doesn't come from God, but from the human brain. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he says... The divine gift of life comes from our own minds, not a higher power. Okay. Cut to Maeve, who has changed into civilian clothing and is ready to go. Uh, Felix then gives her the location of her daughter. Mm -hmm. I don't know what prompts this, like... I, I believe she asked, she asked him. him, yeah. She, oh, okay. He says something like, oh, I, I found that the host you're asking for, she's in Park 1, Sector 3, Level 15. Yeah, I, I, I totally missed that that point where it does say Park 1. Yeah, Which, so did I. We, were, we were sort of hypothesizing what if they reuse the hosts in other yeah. parks. Uh, well, th- this would be do. evidence that they do. Yeah, I guess the that daughter... How she fits into Shogun World, we'll have to wait for Season 2 to find out, <laughs> but... Don't they? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Physically <laughs> speaking, <laughs> um, it's at this point where she forsakes her daughter and forsakes her programming. Yeah. Uh, she pre- proceeds onto the train. Um. So we don't really. She proceeds onto the train. the The part where she forsakes her programming is very much up to audience interpretation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Where for me, when she went back in, I'm like, okay, now she's forsaking her programming. Yeah. Because if you remember, it was all escape, recruit, mm-hmm. coerce, yada yada yada. Uh, Bernard. But, what, what's up? We okay? No, keep going. If you want to tell me everyone's a host, I'm, I've been on board since episode <laughs> one. I mean, we're all in loops. Because, like, the order of it was escape, recruit. What? It was like escape, coerce, recruit. I don't remember the exact Co- order of the wording, course, but. Escape, recruit? Everything course, she's done recruit, is, is on a. Well, I think the order would matter. Maybe. the What really matters is was she programmed to go back in the park or not? True. Is, is a yes, little yes, what yes. we're kind of hypothesizing over. I think she was programmed to go back in the park. Yes, so do I. Everybody's Anyways. on their loop. Yeah. Okay, go. We just broke think, Oliver's mind. I yeah. think this is like a series, another one of those series of smash cuts where there's there's uh, voiceover and things are happening and the, the narration sort of lends uh, impact to, to what's ha- what we see in the... On the on the on the scenes. So let me, again, try, struggle to explain this over audio. Um, Bernard... Uh, is speaking and says that Arnold is still fighting Ford. Arnold is the one who created the Reverie update, and this you guys touched on this. Where, mm-hmm. yeah, he's the one that that created it. Uh, at the very beginning of the show, um, Bernard is the one that's saying, "Oh, uh, this one of the earlier scenes where they're studying Clementine." And he's explaining to Elsie, like, uh, "This is the this is that update that Ford this, created. This is the Reverie's yeah. update, mm-hmm. yeah." But uh, now he reveals that uh, Arnold was the one that created it, and that uh, how did you explain? It? Like it keeps coming back. Like, well, they accuse Arnold, or they accuse Ford of wiping the hosts. Like he kept coming back, they kept wiping the hosts. The Reverie, like they can, mm-hmm. they cannot get rid of the Reveries. They always show up no matter what, mm-hmm. um, and they they accuse Ford of wiping it. And then we, when Ford is kind of going through his last monologue, he's like, "Actually, I didn't wipe it. I just went with it." <laughs> <Let> Surprise. It <laughs> 
<clears throat> Ford is saying this to someone. I didn't write down who. I imagine it's Dolores. But he says, Arnold doesn't know how to save you. Um, Ford then wishes Arnold good luck and leaves him with the toy. I think Ar- when I wrote Arnold, I meant William. Because <laughs> that's the that's that part. Yeah. Right? I think you're right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He yeah. leaves him with the toy. Sorry, this is getting disjointed and very hard to explain. Uh, Dolores is left in the lab basement to talk with Arnold. Again, those one-on-one... Uh, conversations. Conversations. Yeah. Um, Dolores comes to realize that what she thought was Arnold's voice and guidance was actually her own consciousness. Yeah. And this is that uh, sort of panning shot where at first she's talking to Bernard. Oh, Bernard, yep. And then I think it cuts away again and then she's like by herself. Yep. And then it cuts away again and it's... Uh, it's her in the dress. Her in the dress. <gasps> and they do a really... Like they really hit you over the head with it where you hear the Anthony Hopkins, uh, Jeffrey Wright mm-hmm. voice overlaid and then it turns into Dolores' yes. voice. Oh, it was her the whole time. Yeah. Who are you talking to? It was a little ham-fisted in a way that... Yeah, I'd get the point for I sure. Across. I suppose in a, in a show that deals with subtlety, I think fairly well for the most part. Yeah, it was a little ham-fisted. Yeah. In a way. like we get, I get it. You just showed me. You showed me Bernard. Just say, I, I. Get I don't it. know. At that point, my jaw had dropped so many times <laughs> with all the twists and turns. I was just like, <laughs> what? Um. So these the again these are the the series of cuts and fast scenes. Um. Ford is ready is is ready to make his speech, yeah. right? Uh, then it cuts to Maeve on the on the train, and she sees the the little girl with her mom, and she rethinks leaving the park. Boy, that's a weird coincidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, huh? Good call. huh? Audience, am and I right? This is the, this is the scene that I was. This next scene is the one that I was talking about at the beginning of this. Uh, season or sorry episode eight yeah. where there's this weird scene where we see felix yeah. shut down so i know lights in the park are like going off i know they're in the security center and they're like what's happening and like the lights are like Bleh! like yeah, they're losing they're power down. in the park yeah is uh, this we're sure this is not i don't know I don't know what this we really should have looked this up. i really should have tried to show this to you before but yeah, like i didn't did not even register with me either. as i was watching uh side more uh shows up in cold storage but nobody's there oh where do they all go where they go they wake themselves remember we we were talking a little earlier about uh bring yourself back online mm-hmm. did they bring themselves back online and it's at this point where the man in black who is getting drunk and is away from the gala is uh kind of drinking on the side skirts notices people coming in, coming out of the trees yeah like lots of people in a way that makes him put his big old bottle of whiskey yeah. down like, what like, the fuck? yeah yeah ford Giddy is up. ford is making his exit speech uh and one of the one of the more uh one of the lines that really always stuck with me was when he goes um uh, Beethoven, Bach, uh, whoever. Yeah, they, Mozart. They never died. They became music. Yeah, they be, they just became music. A direct reference to if the piano do, doesn't the piano doesn't murder the player if it doesn't like the music. Yeah, and uh, this is while Dolores is approaching the stage. She stops to to, to tell uh, Teddy, "Hey, don't worry about this. I've got this." Uh, <laughs> and this is when she goes up. 
to Ford and shoots him in the back of the oh, head. Oh, it's so good. And Ford is like, oh, it is so impeccably timed where you see her walking up behind and he's mm-hmm. talking about how, like, this next thing will have everything, violence and surprises, yada, 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 and says something like, I hope you enjoyed very much. Take a little, mm, little sip, sip of champagne. Bam. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, white men shoot at uh, the man in black. He feels the pain, much to his Oh, yeah, he bleeds. He, like, poof, big... Big like chunk out of his arm, yeah. and he is he is stoked. He's like, oh fucking wow, wow. <laughs> yes. I, might, I might be dying. This is great. Yeah, and yeah, it it's closes probably off. the only thing he's felt in a long time. It closes yes. off with Dolores shooting everybody. She's like gone full fucking no right. Russian. It's just like quiet mode. Which is good. Like literally thumbing the hammer and gunning fools down. And that's yeah, that's how season one ends. Just fuck, which wow. could be yeah, like as a standalone, this would be a great ending. You couldn't, you couldn't end a standalone like that. I guess, I guess not. They they leave it open for something, but yeah, maybe cut a few of those. Because again, they they answer a couple questions and then they raise like way more, way more than they answer. So this whole time, you've been insistent on everybody's a host. Everybody's a host. Everybody's but in a particular host. Ford. Yeah, is, definitely is a host. Probably has and been so for a that, while. That one quote: these uh, uh, Bach, Mozart, Beethoven. These composers never die. They never die. They just became music. And then this is the one. This is the one um, quote that I feel is tells me that Ford has always been a human, but when he dies, he he doesn't necessarily become music, but he becomes his work. Becomes a host. I still think he uploads his brain. No, yeah, I think he died a long time ago. Before season two happened, before like uh, all that happens, I always took this to mean like. so these these composers they died and they they don't exist anymore. Their legacy lives but on. But their legacy lives yes. on in their music. And this is uh for me this was always like okay, um Dolores is going to kill me. This is going to go down in infamy, right? But well, this he is, assumes this is, Dolores he he made it clear that she had the choice to kill him. Sure. This time it was a choice. Yeah. yeah, but this is this is how people are going to remember him. Like this is how he's going to live on. I think. On, and, but I mean, I think the Westworld marks on the surface. Like that is that is that is you're talking like someone who hasn't watched season one of Westworld. Like what mm-hmm. what is even going on with you? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> and then that's the thing. This is this was me thinking. Like this is me at at the very end of my first watch. Yeah. And it could like, you could totally be right, which is like stuff together. The beauty of Westworld yeah. is is these outlandish theories quite often are wrong. Sometimes they're right, especially mm-hmm. with Westworld. Yeah. Um but but it's a discussion, man. Yeah, We've just who done knows? ten episodes of this shit. Holy know. smokes. When I first saw the first that scene, I thought maybe Ford uploaded his memory to recreate himself. Sure. In body. Yeah, probably. If he in didn't do it a long body. time ago. He's an old man. Maybe he maybe he was dying of cancer twenty years ago and he had to host himself. Yeah. You know, he did Arnold and that worked out okay, so he knew he could do himself and Like I think the goal was I just Well, in Blade my Runner, mind so. when I first watched it, I thought the goal was because like as humans, we eventually have to die. Whereas, as a host, like that body could potentially live on forever. So, I thought his whole goal was to basically upload consciousness, his consciousness or other people's consciousness, into hosts. We. I don't. That's not how it panned out. We learned. But... We learned that that is a goal, but that is an ongoing. That, yeah. that goal is in progress right now. Yes, but that was my theory when I first watched it. Yeah, it's. Um... They do a great job of of making it impossible to predict in a way, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. but still sowing the seeds in a way that once you know, you're like, oh, 
I feel so stupid. Yeah. Season Why two less so. That? I don't remember that much of season two where it's like, oh, I should have known. In season one, I was like, oh yeah, they 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 hint at this very well. Yeah. In yeah. like a super fun way. Yeah. The stuff in season two, you're like, well, I could not have possibly. I'm not. No. This is insane. Season two one was the, a jumble. One of the running jokes uh, in interviews that they shared the 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 showrunners is that. They purposely did stuff for season two to sort of um, bait and switch, like mm-hmm. the 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 people who are were creating these series are trying to dig deep enough, like like fame, like filmed fake scenes to like yeah. If, if leaks got out there, these people be leaking a thing that isn't even in the show. Yeah, type of. yeah, yeah. That's so, really fascinating. So I don't know how much of it was released and how much of it was leaked and how much of it was actually guessed properly. Or incorrectly or whatever, but... Uh, I also wonder how much is, like, because in the novels. Because I think it, the word was that, like, from the very beginning of this series, people had already pegged, like, some of the reveals. Yeah, I had... When we were... We were watching it live week by week at, at work when I was an electrician, and very much... Uh, not me. Other people had had figured out like the timeline thing really? way before me in a way yeah, that I'm so like, that's well, you're dumb. That makes no sense. That can't be I, true. I did not catch anything. I was just like, what is going on? I sort of figured that it was like the Game of Thrones thing where it came from the novels somewhere. Or yeah. I, again, I don't know if it's a Westworld book or books or whatever. Um, but I totally thought like it just came from the novels and someone has posted online. We're like, John Snow's the fucking that whole thing which <laughs> really bothered me learning that ahead of time i assume it was that where like people just know people just yeah. know and they're like oh this is what happens because mm-hmm. but we can't all, let anyone enjoy anything on the internet that's all <laughs> that that was all fan speculation and theory was it there's no in the books yeah. that no there's no dual timeline fucking no not even multi-park un- nonsense not even until now is that confirmed as far as the books go Right, mm-hmm. that was all again like fan theory. Yeah, and when when the show surpassed the books, they just confirmed it. They had to confirm it because that's where the, we're talking the about Game of Thrones. Or are we talking about Westworld right now? Game of Thrones. Okay, <laughs> sorry. Okay, yeah. Game of Thrones. I was like, what? The, the, the Jon Snow lineage. That yes. was all fan theory. Sure. Back then, and um, again, like I have not uh, read or watched any of the source material. I don't think anybody. No, neither do I. And Cri- I and Michael from, Crichton probably, when he wrote it, maybe read it at one time after. <laughs> from, from what I gather, it's not very good. But uh, I'm, not, I'm not ready to comment. I've never heard that. I'm not ready I'm, to comment on that. I'm at, after doing this. I'm actually really curious to see how it is, and I might check it out. I've heard the Jurassic Park books are better than the movies. Jurassic Park's okay. I'm just saying, just say that. Have you read the novels? Uh, heard the novels are better than the movies. I think I listened to books the books are always book. better than them. That's no, not true. Stephen King's Mostly. Stephen King's The Mist, I think, is a much better movie than a book. Hot Fight, take. Fight Club is much better than the book. That's just because you don't like listening novel. to the book. No, you the read book, the books. Book sucks. What did you just say to me? Oh, because we were reading the book together, like out loud. It's very hard to do that. <laughs> like page for page. Yeah, yeah we tried it once. Wow, it was very. Were you guys, like hard. doing voices? It's it's the way yeah. <laughs> it's the way that author writes his book. It's very stream conscious, and it, it sucks. Wasn't so a good it very choice. Much sucks. Um, back to <laughs> Westworld. Uh, there's, it's it's just masterful how this this series was was put together at the at the beginning and it it definitely leads to a lot of speculation and all that type of shit for for when the second season came out and i imagine we're going to continue this on and watch the second season but 
I would really, whether or not we do, I really want to watch the second season. Yeah, hell yeah. We'll, oh, we'll, yeah. we'll keep doing this podcast for the second season, don't worry. Absolutely. Um, I can't remember anything that happened in the second season. So uh, Now I just remember the ending because we talked about it here yeah. on the podcast. Um, what was I going to say? I totally don't remember. Uh, masterful. The word "masterful" just popped up. I don't know if I would. Uh, there are a lot of like a lot of the gripes against Westworld are like, um, it is easy to go from the finish. It is easy to go from the the finish line backwards mm-hmm. and have it be very confusing and mm-hmm. very very mysterious and and obfuscated. Um, and I totally get that. And that's exactly what Westworld season one does. But like, just enjoy the ride. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. if you want, you can pull it all apart, I suppose. And you're like, well, you know, if you just start at the end, it's not very good writing at all. Backwards. Mm. I, I do actually agree with some of that where like the way they present it is a little, of course we didn't figure it out. Of course not. It was kind of impossible the way it's presented where it they take some uh, kind of what feel like cheap tricks, cheap TV tricks. Um, and I totally understand all those kind mm-hmm. of complaints. At the same time, like, you know. I just don't care. It's just like when we talk about, like, well, how does the park actually work? And we talk about it for, like, five minutes and realize, yeah. like, just don't think about it. If you think about it too much, <laughs> it's stupid and it makes no I, sense. I bet you could, though. Like, I bet. The way the park works? Absolutely. Yeah, I bet you. <laughs> That's, like, my, my long bet for season three. I bet you, yeah, like, there is Why is there somebody... just water pouring down from the fucking oh, ceilings? Yeah. Why are the look... lights always flickering? Why do they just... Oh, so many whys. I hope we get the answers. Me too. I'm uh, sure they'll come up with something. Um, Any yeah. closing thoughts here? Season one. Season, as far as season one goes, like, uh, very, very tight, very succinct, and, and, and very well written. I mm-hmm. really, really like this. And um, Season two really goes off the rails yeah. in a way that... 100%, yeah. I, I'm, I think I'm going to struggle a little bit with season yeah. two. It turned a lot of people off, and again, I totally get it, because yeah. it is very lost in a way where it's it like things are just happening, and you're not sure why, and they kind of make no sense. And I think, again, like the way we sort of uh, dissected as much as we could the the, the, the first season will, will lend a lot to the way we watched the second season. Totally. Yes. And I've, uh, I've explained it to Amber how I want to watch it just like normally. Yeah. Without having to scribble down scene for scene what what it is, and then when we did when we do decide to start uh, uh, making notes about it, like I want to watch it again, again. So there's 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 some time commi- commitment to that. But hopefully we schedule. Yeah, a little we'll talk about it. And it um, shouldn't. Uh, season three is coming out in the new year. I think is uh, kind yeah. of all we know. Right, it's supposed to be early twenty twenty. Yeah, I don't think there's a date. So I think we have a lot of time. Um, totally. So we will get season two. It won't be super long or anything, and this is not its own feed. So if you subscribe to the Talking Reckless uh, video game podcast, you'll still get them. But uh, season two coming coming soon. Uh, you don't need to ask me about it. I'm. We're on it. We're on. Don't. Do not ask me. We're on it. I promise. We're on it. Okay. Uh, it's just hard to schedule sometimes. Um, but as long as we're out before the new year, we're we're kind of good. And then and then the plan, anyways, I think, is to hit the ground running with season three yeah. and get in there and and like watch an episode and then record a podcast that week and then yeah. watch an episode and record <sighs> a podcast that week. I just hope I catch everything and uh, get up with the show live. We probably won't. That's like no. the nature of these shows is you miss yeah. everything the first time and the second time through you're like oh yeah okay huh I'll definitely be watching with a closer eye for oh, sure yeah, definitely. Uh, if you enjoyed what you heard, please consider supporting us over on patreon.com slash talking reckless podcast. This is a uh, full time gig for me, and uh, it is how I have the time to do all these video game and TV and, and Game of Thrones and the 10 million different podcasts and streams and things we do is with your generous support over at patreon.com slash talking reckless podcast. Thank you very much. Uh, I guess we'll see you for season two. 
whenever it is, few weeks, uh, sometime in the very near future, there's a great chance because we've already seen all of season two. So go watch it all right now. Go watch. Uh, it's ten episodes. Go watch season two, episode one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and then we'll all be caught up together because we've already seen. It was like two years ago or whatever. We've watched season two a little bit. Yeah. I don't think we remember much. Um, I do not remember much. Uh, and, and the way we record these, we probably won't end up watching the entire season before we record. But there are, like we always say, late season spoilers that we'll refer to, yada, 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 yada. So make sure you're caught up uh, all season two. Thank you so much for joining us. All of regular, Amber Sparkle, thank you so much for taking the 15 hours, whatever it was, to uh, talk about <laughs> season one of Westworld FM with me. Uh, we'll see you here for season two of Westworld FM.